One of the biggest stumbling blocks my clients face is, how can I achieve my goals or get more of my important work done if I'm in meetings all day? If I can't get to the important stuff because I got to deal with everything else. Today, I want to give you some solutions that are ridiculously useful, but typically not thought about. Today's topic is five really useful but unconventional tips for getting the most important stuff done in your day. Welcome to the Achieve More podcast, where I help people and teams overcome challenges and achieve peak potential using neuroscience and high-performance skills, tools, and approaches. My name is Michael Scheel, and I am a high-performance coach and transformation consultant. I have over 23 years of experience in coaching and consulting people, teams, and organizations to improve and achieve more with what they have. Okay, today we're going to talk about how you can get more of your important work done. Now, a large part of what I do is helping people do better to improve or achieve more with their lives. I help them create their visions, make their plans, overcome obstacles, and achieve higher performance. One of the key pillars to doing that is figuring out ways to get more of the important stuff in your life done. So I'm talking about this because it's one of the biggest challenges my clients face. I've done some podcasts on the conventional ways to improve your productivity. I think if you check out episodes 14 and 20, those are both ones where I've used latest neuroscience or high-performance research to help you be more productive and get more done. Today, I'm going to focus on some unconventional things. These are things that I actually use um, most of my days, but I find them really useful ways to get stuff done, but they're not things that people really talk about. I consider them unconventional because I don't typically hear them on podcasts or read about them. A couple of them, I think, are topics that people don't want to talk about, but I think that they're super useful and they're super important. This is how I get it done. So here's how today's podcast is going to flow. First, I'm going to talk briefly. I want to define productivity for you. Like, what do I mean by getting important work done? This will actually provide you a cue, a clue, I should say, on what you need to do. Then I'm going to give you three simple but super powerful questions you can ask yourself to help improve your own productivity in this way that we're going to be talking about. The answers to those questions will actually help you decide what you need to do to be more productive. Then I'm going to give you five unconventional but super useful tips for getting more of the important stuff done. All right, let's jump right in. So what does it mean to be more productive? Let's start by defining productivity. This is my definition. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down after I tell it to you. Achieving your goals in a high quality manner, efficiently and effectively while maintaining balance. By maintaining balance, I mean mentally, physically, and socially. So I'm going to say that again. Productivity means achieving your goals in a high-quality manner, efficiently and effectively while maintaining balance. So I'm going to break that definition down a bit. Important point number one that you can get out of that definition is you're achieving your goals, not someone else's. That means you need to define what your goals are and what is important to you. And that's a huge thing right off the bat. <laughs> that is unconventional in itself, which surprises me that people don't often spend time thinking about it. They just go ahead and do their work because that's the work that they do, but they don't really necessarily understand what's important to them to achieve the work that they want to while they're achieving a thriving, fulfilling life. All right, important point number two from that productivity definition, that you're being efficient and effective. This means you aren't just doing more stuff but you're being highly efficient in doing things. You're using fewer resources. That what, that's what it means to be efficient. You're using fewer resources, fewer inputs, while you're being effective, only getting the things done that you want to in a high-quality manner. A lot of people think that productivity just means they're going to get more stuff done. And to a lot of people, if you, don't, if you don't go about it creatively, if you don't do this strategically, then yes, you're just going to get more stuff done, but that doesn't mean that you're getting more of the important stuff done. What we're talking about today is getting the things that are important to you, the higher-priority things done. 
Important point number three, while maintaining balance, that's part of the definition. To me, this is also an unconventional thing because most people don't think about maintaining balance as part of uh, as part of productivity. Most people don't include that in their definitions, but I don't think it's being very productive if you just burn yourself out today getting a ton of stuff done and then you can barely move tomorrow because you worked so long and so hard today. To me, that's not being productive. You wanna be able to be productive day in and day out. You wanna get the important stuff done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way through to Sunday, frankly. You wanna be able to do it every day and you can only do that if you maintain your balance. All right, those definitions lead me to these super three super important questions. I pose these to my clients in my coaching sessions. I'm posing them to you. I say you pose them to yourself. Number one, what is important to you? This is the most important starting point. What are your goals that you're trying to achieve so that you know what is important to achieve them? Like, what do you really want to achieve? And this isn't just that your day job is like, so if I were a consultant, my job is to, you know, write my proposals and do my client work. That's not good enough. I want to know that I'm improving my clients' lives. I want to know that I am reducing the amount of child and youth mental health, or I'm improving the amount of social services or what, like whatever that is, that's super important to me. That tells me that those are the projects I want to do. That tells me how I'm going to prioritize my activities because I need to be able to, to, to work towards doing that goal. So that first question you have to ask yourself is what is important to you? And, and I know that sounds like a simple question, but when I ask my clients this, most of them need time to think about it because they kind of have one or two ideas off the top of their head, but they don't really know. Number two, what is stopping you from achieving those goals? What is stopping you from doing the most important things? Lots of people will tell me right off the bat, well, I'm in meetings back to back. Okay, well, then I go back to question number one. Are those meetings helping you achieve the most important things? If they are, great, then you're actually doing something towards them. But if they're not, and you're going in meetings that are just mundane things where you don't need to be there, then why are you in that meeting? Question number three, what have you truly tried to do to make more time to do the important things? What have you truly tried to do to make more time to do those important things? What have you tried to do to stop those challenges, to get around those challenges, to stop those barriers that are stopping you from doing important things? So those are the three questions I need you to ask yourself. And if you're honest and you're consistent, that will give you a huge clue as to what you need to do. What's important to you? What's stopping you from achieving your goals? And what have you tried to do to get around the barriers and the challenges that are stopping you from achieving your goals? All right, now that I've asked you those questions, you can use that tool, you can use that framework in your day-to-day -day life, but I'm still gonna give you five unconventional tips for how you can get more of the important stuff done. And again, I consider these unconventional because most people don't talk about them or they don't want to talk about them. And now you can use any one of these if you want. You can use a couple of them together. You can stack them. You can super stack them and do them all. I use absolutely three or four of these. Sometimes I use all five of them every single day. All right, number one, embrace boredom. Yes, to get more done, embrace boredom. It's very easy to get distracted by social media, by emails or other notifications when you're feeling bored or stuck. However, boredom can sometimes actually be a powerful tool for increasing your productivity. Because when you allow yourself to feel bored, you create space for new ideas and insights to emerge. You create space so you can think about what is important to you. You create space to understand what is the most pressing thing that you need to figure out. This is very similar to the concept of mindfulness and, and thinking about things from a mindful perspective. I actually do this, I practice this at irregular times by purposefully booking nothing to do and letting my mind wander. 
I purposely give myself a chance to sit there and just relax and just think about what is it that I really need to focus on. And I promise you, when you come out of that and you think about, oh, this is what's important to me. Now that I've had the negative space, I know what's important to me. I know what I want to focus on. I know I want what I want to, what is more important to me. Then you're going to be that much more focused and alert and concentrating on those things when you get back to your work. So that's my first unconventional tip. Embrace boredom. Uh, number two is take more breaks. Now this is an unconventional, unconventional so much as people tell me this is impossible. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I know that taking regular breaks is a well-known productivity tip, but I'm putting this into the bucket of unconventional because I know people don't want to hear it because they tell me that. <laughs> I was just talking to a client yesterday who told me there's no way she could take more breaks in her day. Research suggests that taking more frequent breaks, even if they are short, can actually increase productivity, but helping prevent burnout and fatigue. And I don't need research to tell me that. I've seen it. I've seen it in my clients. Those clients that have been on the edge of burnout when we've created the framework to allow them to step back from uh, from the edge of the abyss and to be able to take control of their life and find more balance, it you can absolutely get way more done in your life and you can get way more of the important stuff done. I often, for those of you who listen to my podcast, you know this, I preach uh, the idea of taking short breaks every 45, 40 to 45 minutes to stretch, move around, simply rest your eyes. We know for a fact the brain cannot physically actually concentrate for longer than 60 minutes. After that, your efficacy goes way down and you're actually not getting that much more work done. It is way more effective. You get way more work done. You get way more important work done if you take a break after 45 or 50 minutes. Take a short break, even a three minute break. They've, they've the, the shortest mindfulness break you can take where you can still get some benefits is three minutes. Now, the first thing you're gonna tell me is you're gonna laugh and say, well, I can't. I'm in hour, back-to-back hour-long meetings, to which I say, yes, you can. You can choose to take five minutes out at the end of that meeting to take your break. You can tell people at the beginning of the meeting, I need to leave five minutes to the hour. I'll be stepping out. So let's make sure anything that you need my input on is done well before then. And frankly, you shouldn't be in a meeting if you don't have an agenda and know exactly where you're wanted anyways. So you step out five minutes before, even if you're the facilitator. I do this in large meetings too. I will say, okay, I need to step out five minutes to the hour. So we're going to get done at 55 minutes after. Then as soon as I turn off my Zoom meeting, I close my eyes and I do my mindfulness break. Taking more breaks throughout the day will actually allow you to be more focused and get more work done than if you do one long slog. All right, point number three. One of the most important ones and the one that everyone tells me they need to do, but they don't really do more of, is learning to say no, learning to set boundaries. It's one of the most important ways to get more of the important stuff done is to say no to the stuff that isn't so important. People have more power to say no than they think. I have a lot of clients that tell me that they know they need to do this, but they don't feel like they can because they feel like they're going to get in trouble. But I'm here to tell you and to give you the permission that, yes, you can say no to your clients, your colleagues, and even your boss. Because you will do better work if you're not saying yes to absolutely everything. And people know if you're going to say yes to absolutely everything, they're going to give you more to do. They're going to ask you to do more. And if you keep saying yes, you're going to do marginally worse at everything that you do because you're spread out so thin versus being focused and alert and focusing and doing a really, really, really solid job on just a few things. You will actually, again, get more work done. Science has shown this and, I, and my clients have experienced this. 
If you say no and you focus on only on a few things, you focus on one thing at a time, you do exceptional work on that one thing, it will be solid, you get it out of the way, you move on to the next thing and you do really solidly on that. You will be able to get through more work and you'll be able to get through more important work by being able to say no and putting in your boundaries. Point number four of unconventional ways to get more of the important stuff done is prioritizing self-care. Everybody tells me that has got nothing to do with productivity. That's got everything to do with react with with relaxing and and coming down from overwhelm. But taking care of yourself is not only important for your overall health, but it will increase your productivity. So this is very similar to the concept I talk about all the time of 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 brain health, homeostasis for brain health. Your brain cannot actually perform at an increased level. You cannot do the things that you want it to do unless you achieve what my, my applied neuroscience prof would call homeostasis. Homeostasis, generally speaking, when talking about body systems, is maintaining an equilibrium of your systems so that you're able to perform at the regular levels. I've used this example before. I think of it as a, as a car. You've got the, the, the air in your tires. You've got all the fluids topped up. You've got gas. It's clean. The engine has been cleaned. It's ready to move. You can drive it at a regular speed. You can drive it at a really fast speed. You can drive it low and slow and long. You can do a variety of things because all the systems are in place. They're updated and regular to go. Your body is the same way. Your brain is the same way. And remember, there are five things that you can do to help uh, increase your, your, your brain health homeostasis. Sleep, nutrition, movement, high-intensity exercise, and mindfulness. Now, what happens is over, over the course of your day, you go through something called allostasis, which is where your body fights to preserve homeostasis. It fights to preserve your willpower, your focus, your attention. And as you do so, sometimes you become more stressed. You get those stress um, hormones or, or, or neurochemicals going through your body. You get cortisol and adrenaline and things like that. As you, as you go through the day and you feel like you're a little more worn out, the, the longer you work without breaks, the longer that you go through that process, the more it's going to break it down, the, the harder it's going to be for you to be able to focus and be alert because the more stressed you're going to get and more tired you're going to be able to get. So by prioritizing your self-care, by prioritizing that homeostasis, the more likely you are to be able to continue to perform at a high level throughout the day, the more likely you're going to be able to work on important things at different parts throughout your day. Point number five, this is idea number five in terms of unconventional ways or things that you don't want to hear about that will help you get more of the important stuff done. This is incorporating fun into your work. Now, I call this unconventional because most people don't have a mindset that work should be fun. I mean, just think of the word work. It kind of negates the feeling of fun right off the bat, just the, the term work. It's kind of like the term chore. It just feels like it's going to be something that you're not going to want to do. But finding ways to incorporate fun and play into your work can help increase your motivation, your creativity, and yes, absolutely your productivity. So this can mean listening to music while you work, taking a playful approach to problem solving, finding ways to collaborate and connect with others on your team. There's a whole bunch of different ways. We know from mindset research that if you find what you're doing is fun and fills you with joy, you will have more focus, get more done, and get it done at higher levels of quality. We also know that happiness and having fun is socially contagious. And I mean, hey, who wouldn't want to be known as the person to work with who, who also makes people happy? Okay, so those are the five unconventional tips that I have for helping you get more of the important stuff done. Number one, embrace boredom. Number two, take more breaks. 
Uh, number three, learn to say no. Number four, prioritize self-care. And number five, incorporate fun into your work. All right, so that was everything for this week. My challenge to you at the end of this, I like to give challenges to, to get you to sort of activate the things that you've learned. Which of these are you going to try to do today? Are you going to pick one of them? Are you going to pick a couple of them? Are you going to super stack them all? I'd love to hear from you if you try these and how it works out for you. All right. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. My goal, as always, is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, and achieve higher performance for themselves, their teams, and their organizations. If you like what you heard today, I invite you to share this podcast with others. Subscribe to it. You can subscribe to our site at invictus.coach forward slash register. That's invictus.coach forward slash register. And you'll get regular updates on how we're using neuroscience and high performance skills, tools, and approaches to help people and teams reach peak performance and achieve more. Hope you guys have a really productive week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you.